This is Tim Zhu. I'm Sky Nicholson. This is me, Anderson Silva. This is Jeff Fenning. This is Showtime. I'm Sean Porter. Hi, this is Eddie Hearn. G'day, this is Jason Maloney. Hey, I'm Nikita Zhu. This is Shotgun Tatna Connell. This is Liam Pyro. On the Punch Podcast. I'll bring it in, team. Episode 41. Here it is, the Punch Podcast with Jabin. It starts for you now. You might hear a little bit of a buzz in my voice. That is because I'm fresh out of one of the great fights. Tim Zhu, Tony Harrison, Kudos Bank Arena, and I'm still wearing it. I've still got it on, the Tim Zhu fight shirt. I got some merch, guys. I wore it, and I wore it with pride. And today, I can still wear it, and I'm going to do it all week in the honor of the great Tim Zhu. The soul taker took Tony Harrison's soul. And I just want to uh, run you through the last 50 seconds, because I've listened to this about 300 times, and it still excites me. Listen to that crowd. Wave it off. Very unsteady legs. There we go. It stopped. And it's real. It is all real. It was so real in the crowd. Listen to them. I was one of those. Screaming my little face off. It was an amazing arena. It was packed. The fight fans are out. There was wall-to-wall celebs. It was the place to be in Sydney. And let me tell you, it didn't disappoint if you were in that building or watching it on the pay-per-view. It was an amazing uh, card and... Full credit goes to No Limit for putting on an event, which was just world-class. And uh, look, anyone who was at that show, I can guarantee will be buying a ticket to the next event. It's that good. So uh, if you haven't done that before, make sure you get along and get around the sport if you are listening to this for the first time, because that was something else. And I've seen many big sporting events, but this was just something else to be at. And uh, congratulations to Tim Zoo. We'll run through the card before we get to all the uh, business end of this stuff. Chanel Dargan took on Courtney Martin and victorious. It's so good to see Chanel get a win because she always fights in these very, very well-matched, very close fights. And sometimes, and it has happened, it's not gone away when it could have went either way so it was great to see you get the win on the weekend most of your fights Chanel are usually pretty close for this one you got all the cards and some of the judges how yeah. do you feel after today yeah no I actually really worked hard in this camp and I executed everything that I wanted to do wouldn't say perfectly but do the best that I could and um, came away with a unanimous win and I knew that would be the case if I really stuck to the game plan going in. It's great to see your hand raised. Congratulations. Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate it. And um, I was like, no, the judges can't steal this one away from me. (laughs) Um, I try to make it as clean as possible. And um, props to my opponent. She's a tough girl and kept coming forward the whole fight. Who's next? Who knows? Hopefully, I want to get an Australian title by the end of the year. So that's the plan. I've just got to keep winning and keep putting on good shows and hopefully get on these good cards again. Chanel Dargan, congrats. Thank you, thank you. Yes, it was a great fight. And also, as we work our way through that card, Nikita Zhu, Bo Belbin. Obviously, Nikita was on earlier than he should have been. But the reason for that, if you are a casual listener, is he does share the same trainer in his uncle, Igor, as Tim Zhu. So we'll get him out of the way nice and early, get him on that main card, which is aired across the US. So we can get him on those audiences as well. But we also leave the trainer enough time to uh, obviously 
be in the corner and get Tim ready for the biggest day of his life. So uh, the interesting thing about this is I had a pass. I was out rolling around the backstage, grabbing the fighters like you've just heard, like Chanel Dargan and a few more that we will get to. But uh, just as Nikita Zou got his hand raised, did the center ring stuff and then walked out backstage. You couldn't pick it, but it was right when Tim Zhu arrived in his transit van. The door opens, out comes Nikita with his gloves going, I just won. And uh, a really great moment there, which may or may not have been a little settler. It was great just to see that moment. And uh, obviously Tim went back there and got ready as well. While I cruised around the backstage of Kudos Bank Arena as well and uh, managed to grab Cohen Mazzutier straight off the back of his fight with Ben Mahoney. Now, this was a draw split decision draw as well. To get a draw with Ben Mahoney would only mean for him that he's got another rematch coming up but it was a very very close fight but let me tell you Cohen does not like draws and rightly so oh mate yeah participation award it's basically like you know just doing it for fun in my books but um I didn't come here for anything anything other than a win but man I fought my heart out I tried my best that's all I can ask for you know I know I should have done better I could have done better so I'm pissed off for that aspect but um you know he's a tough competitor we're the number one and two in, in the division other than Tim Zhu so it is what it is it's a world-class fight I'll get past him yeah I'll get past him um, that's you know I'm world ranked now I'm already world ranked in the WBA so I get past him I'm number one in Australia Tim Zhu's right there whenever he needs it and you know the international doors open up absolutely your last two fights have both been rematches you're getting sick of this just want to oh, keep moving on with people it is what it is man as I said like I just said to the last bloke the more rounds I do with someone the better I get as you saw in that fight as you saw in the first two come of the three fights and the way Ryan fights so he shouldn't want a second fight because it's only going to be worse for him but um, it is what it is mate my story is my story you know it is what it is whatever happens in my life and my career is, is as it has to be, I guess, and um, I'll just keep doing my best. Yeah, so I guess we'll see that rematch coming up soon. I'm sure another No Limit card will be announced at some point, and uh, I would imagine you're going to see that one on there, whether it's the next one or the one after that as well. We then moved on to uh, Paulo Acuso. He took on a guy called The Monster. Now, just before he was about to do his ring walk, I sort of walked out the back from the run that you couldn't see from the arena. And it was very, very dark. This is right before you see them come down for their ring walk, right? So there's about three or four people there. His team, obviously, with their buckets ready to go. And just in the corner, there was The Monster just sitting there on a chair with his hood over. Very, very dark room. And he just looked like an absolute animal like if you saw it you'd go oh and steer clear here obviously went out there and uh went the distance with Paulo Acuso over 10 rounds it was good to see Paulo Acuso actually have 10 rounds a lot of his fights have been reasonably quick I'm a big fan of Paulo and uh look forward to seeing where he goes as well because he is on that hunt for that world title quicker than Jeff Fennick he says he's on the way to do that and uh he should be getting close maybe another fight or two and you might see Paulo Acuso ranked in the top 15 then it was Sam Goodman the mad bunch were out they were chanting that old Sammy Goodman chant was running thick through Kudos Bank Arena and uh, look, another big 10-rounder for him. He took on TJ Doheny. It wasn't close at all, but great to see Sammy Goodman get that W and uh, look, he is one hell of a fighter. I'm a big fan of Sammy and it was good to see him. What many said was his coming out party. Kudos packed, Tim Zoo undercard, big opponent, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. They were all saying it was going to be my uh, my biggest test and uh, they were going to take me in deep waters and people didn't really uh, know what I'm about and um, Look, I just showed you, I am that guy. I'm, I'm going to uh, win a world title and uh, model of them. So, you know what I'm about. I keep doing this. The level keeps going up. I just keep making it look easy. So, another one done. 
Yep, another one done. We look forward to the next one. He is hanging to fight in his hometown of Wollongong. So fingers crossed we can see a No Limit card at the Wollongong Entertainment Centre. Who knows? Maybe get a Nikita on there as well and just pack that joint out and uh, let the Mad Bunch run wild. They'll sell that out in seconds. So uh, we'll see what the No Limit crew can do for Sammy on that one. Now let's get to the main event. Tim Zoo, Tony Harrison. As I said at the start, one of the great days. I did do some laps around the place before we got to this main event. Uh, one of those was Glenn Jennings, which is obviously Tim Zoo's manager, for those that don't know. And I wanted to hear how Tim was planning throughout the day, what he was up to. And uh, obviously, uh, this was just before Nikita Zoo took to the ring. Glenn Jennings, Tim Zoo, only a few hours away from Tony Harrison. What's he doing today? What's his plan? Not much, mate. Had a sleep in. He's just relaxing. He's in uh, really good shape physically and mentally. So there's not a lot to do. It's just a time kill. And then we'll, we'll have him brought out to the venue you and join us here after Nikita's fight and it's on. Is it a stay at home night last night at the hotel? It was, yeah, no, it was a stay at home night, uh, just really relaxed, um, just re recovery and and, uh, and getting his nutrition right for the night, but just chill watching a movie. I've seen you guys cruising around in your uh, nice little transit van, but is he going to roll in, in one of his sweet cars? No, or? mate, no, he'll be in the limo, the transit limo, and that's uh, how he should roll. And how about Nikita, he's up next? Or Nikita's very soon? ready to go, mate, he's, he's just gloving up now and very excited, he's, he's ready to go. Okay. Appreciate it. No worries. Pleasure, mate. It would be interesting waking up for a fight of that magnitude with a sold-out arena at home. Like, a lot of these fighters do travel or are away. Like, a lot of his have either been Newcastle or, or whatever else. So, to have him at Sydney, I think, what was the last time he was there? Was in a way? Takeshi Inouye. So that's probably the only other time he's been able to, in a very long time, wake up at home and then make his way to the arena. So very, very good victory for Tim Zhu. Uh, guess who picked it? I got a few people to do their predictions. One of those was South Sydney legend Latrell Mitchell. Have a listen to this. Now, knowing that Tim Zhu stopped Tony Harrison in round nine, what did Latrell think? Latrell Mitchell, Tim Zhu, Tony Harrison, how's it going down? Yeah, bro, look, um, not too long until uh, the main event comes on, but I think, you know, my man, Timmy Zhu, love him. Can't wait for him to get the job done. Round eight, round nine, knockout, let's go. Boom. There he goes. Nailed it. Do you know who I spoke to? I was standing in the hallway and I saw him coming. I'm like, oh, my God. There he is, the Hall of Fame ring announcer, Jimmy Lennon Jr. This is a guy I've watched since I was a young kid on the Fennec fights, on the Kostya fights, on the Tyson fights, on the Lennox Lewis fights, on the you name it. They're a big deal. He's called them a lot of Vegas fights. He would have done hundreds if not thousands in his career obviously being that hall of fame announcer he is if you're wondering who it is and you can't pick his face well then jump on my instagram and have a look you definitely know him if you're listening to this podcast and it was great to spot him i grabbed him i wanted to see what it was like to actually be able to call a tim zoo fight and get him to the ring because he's done it so many times for Kostya. so it was very very great to be able to get his time it was only 60 seconds but you're going to hear it now and geez it was good you know this face you know this voice jimmy lennon jr is in sydney you know it's a real fight when we see you in town how are you finding australia oh, i love it i've only been here a very short amount of time but i love it as always this is my fifth time here and it's always a treat this fight has a big fight feel so i'm especially excited despite being a little bit jet lagged do you feel the uh, nostalgia, I should say, after doing uh, so many Costa Zoo fights and now you're with a, with a, with a Tim Zoo? Yeah, I'm excited to do uh, Tim's, for me, the first fight I've been introduced to him. I, I counted somewhere around a dozen fights with Costa Zoo, so what a what a ride, a wild ride that was to be with him, and I'm expecting the same with Tim. It's going to be a great fight. And we know you love predictions. 
who's, who's winning this one? Well, I, you know, I don't. <laughs> I don't predict fights that I'm going to work on um, because I, I certainly want to come across as neutral as I am. I want to give each fighter the, the fair introduction and never seem like I'm uh, favoring one or the other. So I will avoid that on this fight that I'm working. But I tell you, it is a tough fight. It's an important fight. It's a dangerous fight. I feel it. I sense it. It's. Uh, I'm really proud and, and honored to be here. It's an honor to meet you, mate. Thank you. Could you imagine him saying that? And I finish up with, it's an honor to meet you, mate. Like I threw out the most Aussie thing I possibly could, but uh, amazing to get him just for a brief moment. But uh, very, very good. There's plenty of people floating around. Sean Porter was there. Volkanovsky, obviously, on the main event commentary as well with Ben Damon and the likes. Jeff Fennick, you name it. They were in the building, and uh, it was amazing. Tim Zoo came out to an amazing ring walk. It was hot with those flames, let me tell you. But look, he got in there and he did the business. Uh, look, it started somewhat slow, but we probably... Probably thought that because you know I've got to remember the last fight with um, Terrell Gachet over in Minneapolis. Tim got put on his ass in the opening round, so I could imagine he was probably going to come out somewhat slower than he probably did last time for his US debut. But look, he didn't muck around. He got going pretty damn quick after that round three. A big right onto Tony Harrison, almost stopped the fight there and then. But look, Tony obviously found his legs and kept going as they went through the fight deeper and deeper. We got to round nine. That's where we heard the audio from the start of the fight, and it was. So good. The amount of noise in Kudos Bank Arena was phenomenal. I just really thought Tim came up to a different level. We know that he put that time in for the infamous $250,000 US fight camp. That's how much he spent getting ready for uh, Jamel Charlo. Didn't happen. Came home, fought Tony Harrison. But every cent well spent in that preparation because, God, he was probably picked apart in the lead up for not moving, not being able to just remember with Terrell Gachet, he just went head on and just wanted to bang and obviously got caught, hit the canvas, got back up, found his feet and beat adversity to win the fight. But look, this time around, he definitely had those angles. He was coming from left, right and center and turned just too strong. That's at the end of the day, he was just too strong for Tony Harrison, which was great to see because many had written him off. Not us, not the fans, not those that really know Tim Zoo, but look, many of the US arrogant sort of, we know everything, the US is where boxing is and the rest of the world are just sort of just turning up to make up the numbers. That wasn't the case. He obviously got to uh, have his coming out party, as you saw at the end of the fight. What's my name? What's my beeping, beeping name? Uh, so it was great to see him get that victory, step out of his father's shadow. That's what his big thing was. But you can see, if you go back, watch the footage of his ring walk, you'll see the face on him. He's just got that glow. He was very calm backstage. He was very... He had this like grin. Tony Harrison, obviously all week, as loud as you'll like. You saw him come in, dead quiet. I think he had chess or checkers on his phone, headphones in, went for a little walk to check the arena. That was about it. He just didn't say a word. That's ultimately, Tim got the victory. But you could just see he was super comfortable in himself. He was super focused and super sure. And there was no way in his eyes or his mind that he was going to lose that fight. And look... He did. We caught the press conference at the end, though. Look, it was uh, one where Tony Harrison came in first and they said, guys, we're going to give you uh, a few minutes with Tony Harrison and just him. That's usually how they do it. And uh, Tony said, look, let's just get Tim out and get this thing over and done with. So we had both at once, which was great to get. Tim had a, uh, a few comments on how he fought and how he started. I think I started off good. Um, the, middle, the middle rounds, I think I, he started feeling that um, what he's good at. He gets into this groove and he moves around, flicks the jab, um, and he doesn't let you set up. And I was sort of come, trying to come in with that one shot, but I started landing a little bit. Um, I, was la I, think I, I, think I, was, I think I was landing the cleaner, cleaner, harder shots. 
Uh, but he was he was very consistent at, and and with his movement, very 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 sound at what he does. He was sharp. There was parts of me where I was uh, chatting to a guy there while the fight was on, and the crowd was so loud and the environment was so pro Tim Zoo. You can easily get very one eyed on the victory and think it's a complete washout. But Tony Harrison's jab, we just see Tim's head just boop 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 and his head just flicking back and i'm thinking to myself the judges are seeing this we're caught up in the emotion of it so we're just ah, oh, he's getting flogged whatever but the judges do see those jabs and those constant jabs and that work and that just ones 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 that tony harrison was giving him so i think it was i think the final cards were 77 75 and many have said that was a ridiculous statement but look the amount of scoring punches Tony Harrison was getting, they were there. That's what was worrying me. But to see him at the end uh, start to just chip away. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the rematch for Charlo and Tony Harrison when Charlo ultimately beat him on the rematch. It was the same, to me, the same Tony Harrison that turned up that day. You could just see he wasn't going to win and the bigger punches were just beating him. It was just too strong and ultimately the same thing. I just felt that the same Tony Harrison that turned up the Charlo too was the same one that turned up to Tim Zhu and both occasions he got beat. So judging by the way he talks, it could even be the last time you'll see him in the ring. He's obviously got Alicia Baumgartner, uh, the undisputed women's champ that he trains, and uh, he's very, very focused on her career and his own, but it might take some fight to get him out again, I think. You could see the look in his eyes that this could be it, because uh, what's he going to do? But he does love cash, as he said, all week. <laughs> so you never know. Money talks in the world of uh, Tony Harrison. But just before we do get to Tony, I just wanted to talk on Tim Zhu and uh, his performance from the press conference as well and what he thought his performance was. A patient performance. I was um, patient. I was trying to... I knew what he what he had and I was trying to read it. He, he was very good at, at what he does. So it was hard to, to, to get it, but... I wanted to get to those later rounds and, 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 and see. He did. And he said the deep water was where he was going to drag him around nine. Finished. I thought it might have been maybe 10 or 11. Or then it might have went the distance. But look, he definitely wore him down and got him in and got it done. And it was interesting because all week, Tony Harrison was calling Tim Basic. He was calling him all these things. But like, what did he see when he got in the ring with Tim Zoo and realizes, I'm in a fight here? Oh, I've I, I seen um, a completely different fighter. Not Well, not completely different. Just a sharper fighter than... than the fighter I saw fight Terrell. So he's rapidly getting better, man. Um, um, yeah, yeah, they're doing a good job with the kid, man. He's rapidly getting better. Um, his time is, his reaction is very good. So, yeah, that's a good thing for him. His, he, he reacts very good. I did have one question at the press conference I did want to get out. Glenn Jennings, uh, Tim's manager, beat me to the punch on that. But um, that was to do with a consultant role for Charlo versus... Tim Zhu coming July I think they're talking as early as that it's only a few months away fingers crossed that's the date but uh, look he did ask if he would be on the team for that Tony did say yes so don't be surprised if you see him in camp with Tim Zhu coming up uh, in what four or five months time when they do finally get that crack at undisputed there's been a few people say one of the other sanctioning bodies might be pushing for the fight with uh, Charlo versus Murtazalev but I think you can see a fight was booked it was ordered there was an injury so there's no way that I can see that sort of being rattled at this stage and I think we will see Tim Zhu Charlo next and Obviously, in the next few months, he'll be back into camp. I did see a little thing come through not too long ago about a press conference with Tim Zua today, and then he flies out to Europe for a holiday. So he's going to go get some rest, get some time. I'm sure his Instagram will be full of uh, sun pics and blue skies and whatever else, and a well-deserved holiday for him as well. But... 
Look, for a guy that got called basic all week, it definitely wasn't a basic performance. And it was one question I did want to get to Tony Harrison at this press conference and uh, look at his reaction. Tony, you said all week uh, Tim was basic fighter. What word do you give him now? I mean, he's still basic. He's just, he's just beat. <laughs> um, like I said, uh, he, he, he definitely a lot sharper than I saw his last fight night. That goes down to his training and trainers and um, you know he, he improved man he, he, he's an improved fight from a 12 shape fight man he's he sharp he's sharp man but um yeah like i said we know exactly what was gonna happen and, like we you know he did nothing over that we didn't think that he would do like i said preparation was good sparring was good camp was good so better man won nah, nothing up behind that better man won Humble in defeat, which is great. But one thing that's sort of been pissing me off a little bit is hearing all these guys going, oh, he did what we knew he was doing. That's fine, but you can't beat him. So who gives a shit if he's bloody standard as or basic? He's not. But look, if he's going to come at you and just absolutely chop you down where you're out and put all that pressure on that you simply can't defeat him, then who gives a shit what he does? So, like, Charlo's already come out and said, oh, he did nothing different than we thought he was going to do. All right, well, you're going to stand on the other side of him, buddy, and see how you go. Obviously, he is a different sort of beast than Harrison, but God, give the guy some credit. He just absolutely punched the shit out of Tony Harrison, and uh, it's great to see. And I, for one, was there to see it and loved it and get to get on here and talk to you guys about it who loved it too and uh, look we look forward to the next one Tim Zhu Jamel Charlo fingers crossed we can get that one signed and sealed and locked and loaded before we do go but uh, congratulations Tim Zhu an amazing performance No Limit Boxing you guys are just unbelievable and uh, a big thanks to me and the Punch Podcast for the access that you did give me on the day uh, we got to experience the whole thing and uh, no one does it like you guys and it was an unbelievable experience and something I'll definitely never forget so uh, a big thanks to you guys for that we did get some notes come through uh, not too long ago actually that uh, there could be the next world title fight for an Australian could be Jason Maloney as early as May 13 uh, I'm assuming it's going to be Vegas and uh, that's just what I'm feeling the WBO have already ordered it I'll get that uh, who has he got we've got the Bantamweight world title upcoming fight for the WBO boxing Jason Maloney Burns, Vincent Astrolabio so that is a vacant WBO title since Noya Anui obviously uh, vacated the entire division so there's Plenty of fighters at Bantamweight are looking to grab their straps. So that could be the next one. And the whispers that I did hear over the weekend as well is Andrew Maloney might not be too far away uh, from his shot as well. And that is, I mean, potentially a few days later, could be May 20. That's just what I'm hearing. But uh, thank you for listening. Subscribe, leave a comment, and uh, look I'll look forward to getting a whole bunch more of these out for you very, very soon. I have had a short delay uh, given that I was moving studios and there's been a whole lot of stuff happening in the back end. But the Punch Podcast is back. It's in full swing for 2023. I look forward to getting you all the content I can. Uh, plenty of great episodes, plenty of great interviews. I'm going to get all the stars on as we've done. We've had some big names. It was a big first six months of the podcast. Slight break. Now we're back. We're in full swing. And uh, look, we couldn't uh, do it without you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for liking, subscribing, and leaving your comments. This is the Punch Podcast. I'm out of here. Peace. (laughs) 